Hello, and welcome to episode 57 of the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. If you are new to listening, welcome. Our podcast covers social media news and digital marketing trends for anyone who is involved in business. So whether you are in B2B or B2C, and whether you're on the marketing or the sales team, we go over tips, trends, and we hope to leave you with some actionable items to apply or think about. First off, I'm Sarah, account manager here at 21 Handshake. And I'm Isaac, the owner of 21 Handshake and the co-founder of Mahalo Wellness. My name is Alex. I'm in charge of visual content. So today we are also joined by Dr. Gabe Ellis, owner of Ellis Chiropractic, located in Illinois, and also co-founder of Mahalo Wellness, also another co-founder with Isaac. So Mahalo Wellness offers a line of high-quality CBD products, and we'll dive into that in our interview with Gabe, so you can hear all about that. So as a small business owner and an entrepreneur, we brought Dr. Gabe on to share firsthand how he handles sales and marketing and communication to both consumers and chiropractors and what he's learned along the way. But first, it is time for our digital marketing news segment where we dive into what has been taking place lately in digital and social media marketing. So first off, big story, and I was actually so surprised when I saw, um, I guess she would be considered an influencer, has quite a following, um, come across in my stories on Instagram, and she had posed a poll like, whoa, my likes have just been taken away, like her like count on Instagram. So I thought that was super interesting, and I had to quick dive in and like quick look around uh, everyone else I followed that also had big followings and see if their like counts, and some were, some weren't, weren't. So it is official. Instagram is starting to roll that out, and it's becoming quite a big news story in how this will kind of shift influencer marketing on Instagram and you know, that's a big moneymaker for influencers to have like sponsored posts and working with brands on those. And so that will kind of evolve now and uh, we'll see how that evolves and keep updating that and how that um, is changing influencer marketing on there and whether people are liking it or not liking it. I think kind of the jury is out right now uh, as um, influencers and people with big followings are still trying to kind of figure out how this new landscape will will play into what they do. So kind of interesting. They said they would do it and they started it. <laughs> so Alex, I sent you an article that I thought was so interesting because in marketing, we always like to think about the up and coming generation a lot. Like I just mentioned, influencers and Instagram and you know, maybe our parents aren't so much thinking about Instagram and all that stuff. So we're always in marketing thinking about the next big thing. But Google just published some information about baby boomers and YouTube usage and what they found might be so surprising. Can you explain a little bit? Yeah. So what this article talks about is basically the relationship between baby boomers and their use of YouTube. Um, And they threw out a few of Quite interesting stats, actually. So uh, it's estimated that 10,000 baby boomers retire every single day. Wow. Um, So (laughs) there are people looking for things to do. (laughs) They got some time. Exactly. Um, And so basically this article in summation talks about how YouTube is more popular with the baby boomer generation than you think. Um, what they like about it is that they can still get their their news and entertainment specifically. That's what 68% of them, of those who do use YouTube, are going to YouTube for. Wow. So instead of having to catch um, their... Uh, 
favorite segment of CNBC, mm-hmm. you know, when it airs at 4.30, right. whatever, they can go, you know, it'll get uploaded after the show airs and then they can watch it on their own time. Okay. Now, do you have to have a subscription to do that, to watch those shows or they just already do that? Nope. So these are just coming from the YouTube channels of these news services. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. So... You know, just catching up on the the Thursday afternoon segment from the, you know, the Mad Money, whatever on on right. whatever CNBC <laughs> or, or CNBC Obviously Money, not a show that we're watching. So yeah, exactly. Um, so also very interestingly, um, boomers are 1.3 times more likely to prefer watching a YouTube tutorial video than reading instructions. Wow, I would have imagined they'd be all about the manuals or something. Absolutely. And I think this is, you know, an assumption that I made as well. But it's uh, what YouTube is proving is that there there is a demand for the older generation to learn in a digital format as well. Um, Right. So that's cool. So I think the application there is if you are a business that is, I don't know, some type of product that you make, whether it be, you know, how to simply fix the small air conditioning component to how to fix your coffee maker. Right. It might be beneficial to put that YouTube tutorial out there on YouTube. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and so YouTube is also saying that one in three boomers, period. So I'm assuming they're re- referring to the total population, not those who just use YouTube. But one in three boomers use YouTube to learn about a product or service. Oh, wow. So definitely some definitely capture that. And, you know, baby boomers, they, um, you know, not to kind of blanket the whole generation, but they tend to have been pretty careful with their money and have something to spend. So if you have your product or service, they're waiting for them to see. And and to that point, the way that um, uh, uh, Google wraps up this article is they're saying that, you know, we forget that the age over 50 accounts for 51 percent of consumer spending. Wow. So. So that's most of consumer spending by just a percentage there. So exactly, but that's that's just something to chew on. Um, you know, they're they're that population is there. Um, they are active. They are willing to be reached. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they got money. So educate and entertain them. Exactly. So that that's really perfect and definitely something to chew on, like you said. So last but not least, in our news update here, I thought this was interesting, and actually, it's a nice segue in today's into today's guest. Um, Small Business Trends just published a nice summary of a new report from Drift titled 2019, The State of Conversational Marketing. So if you aren't familiar with conversational marketing, it's a buzzword given to the tactic of addressing frustrations of traditional online experiences and providing answers quickly. So chatbots have played into this. any type of quick answers online. So people have expressed they have found it hard to find answers online. I just want to find my answer to my frequently asked question. And so that's kind of what conversational marketing kind of addresses. So just um, the report was so interesting. Um, Conversational marketing is intended to drive engagement, develop customer loyalty, grow customer base. um, And they... reported that digital technology allows businesses to do this faster using websites, social media, texting, as we'll hear later from Dr. Gabe, how he uses texting in his chiropractic business even, and video to carry out this conversational marketing between 
um, consumers and brands. But it's also, they pointed out, it provides a weakness as well. So this being available 24-7 is that from a consumer standpoint, we now expect that 24-7. We expect somebody to be there answering our questions online, no matter what time of day it is. So it's a super interesting read. And we'll link both of those in the show notes. And again, that that was a brand new report by Drift on conversational marketing and how that is evolving um, as businesses interact with consumers more online. So now on to our interview with Dr. Gay Bellis, who has had a lot of experience in customer service due to his nature of being a business owner of Ellis Chiropractic and also being a co-founder of Mahalo Wellness. Welcome, Dr. Gabe, to the 21 Handshake Marketing Podcast. First off, can you just give us a little intro and tell us about yourself? Yeah, well, thank you guys. Appreciate being on here. Um, Dr. Gabe Ellis, I'm a chiropractor. I've been in practice going on, uh, geez, nine years now. Um, so we have had success in the chiropractic world, opened up um, three clinics and enjoying the, the beauty of the health and wellness industry, but uh, also definitely an entrepreneur uh, mindset and recently uh, opened up a, a company called Mahalo Wellness, which we are the leading CBD company for chiropractors. So that is taking up a lot of time. I, I, it's definitely becoming uh, my, my passion and really enjoy just kind of leading the chiropractic industry into a whole new arena of helping helping their their people and their communities. So besides that, I'm just living life. I got two young kids. Life is good. Trying to improve my awful golf game, and uh, <laughs> at heart, I'm a I'm a endurance runner. So that takes up all my time, and then I get to spend uh, a few mornings like this talking to you guys. That's awesome. Well, you have a lot going on in busy life, but I totally totally understand that as well. So we wanted to dive in today and you have a lot of experience um, from running small businesses to being an entrepreneur. And we kind of wanted to dig deep into what is working in marketing, what is working in customer service, what has changed, what do you see happening from both owning like a chiropractor business, which is with consumers to now marketing to chiropractors. So in our intro, we had talked about a report on conversational marketing and how customers these days, whether you are B2C or B2B, are desiring exceptional customer service more now than ever because of the ability to connect with people 24-7 a day. So since starting your practice nine years ago, have you noticed any type of shift in how your clients want to be communicated with? Give us some insight into maybe stuff that you did at the start of your, starting your practice nine years ago to what you do now, and maybe even some just time-honored stuff that doesn't change, that always works. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I was, I was thinking about this question and just kind of where we started from, you know, my, my first year in practice to where we are today. And it's definitely evolved uh, a lot of changes, but there's also some very consistent things that I don't think will ever change, which is just truly building relationships with uh, the individual, the company, it doesn't really matter. Uh, really, you know, solidifying uh, a true relationship. And in, in today's market, I, you know, there's 
that's been lost to some degree with just the technology that we have. So, you know, if I look back to when I first opened up, I mean, it's, it's kind of pathetic to think about what we did. Uh, you know, we basically offered the house, the, the, the whole, the whole shebang, uh, with offering, you know, free, uh, free exams, free adjustments, uh, massages. I mean, anything we could do to attract somebody, you know, to, to pick up the phone and, and call our office is, is really, you know, how I started. And I, I was, I guess looking back to, I was pretty, uh, intimidated by marketing because it wasn't my background. I didn't, I didn't know which direction was going to, uh, you know, be successful and really effective. And so it was really just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what stuck. And, and you know, over the years we, we've definitely kind of honed in on, you know, different avenues. Uh, really, I, I got to say, I'm kind of against the, uh, the whole giving stuff away for free. I think that the value that I've seen from, what we deliver both in the chiropractic world and through CBD, it's, it's a good product. And when, when you, when you have faith in your product, when you know your product works, I think you start to change your mindset and you, your value increases. So, you know, the thing that I, I know you guys do this within your company, but you know, face to face relationships and getting referrals is by far the most effective, the, the, the best, patients, the best customers that I ever get. And, and really in our chiropractic world, that, that's all we do. We, we do very little external marketing. Uh, we have a lot of internal marketing things that we do. And, it, and to be honest, it's as simple as just giving and providing results. And, and once, you, once you get a, a patient, once you get a, a customer to a level of comfort, once they trust you, I mean, there's a, there's a serious value in just asking for something from them, right? I think you've provided them with something. They trust you. Ask them for a referral or ask them to, you know, make a social media post, you know, something to let other people know they've had a good experience with you. And then all of a sudden you start getting what we consider, you know, qualified customers to make appointments or, you know, make appointments, whatever the case is. So uh, I found in both worlds, that is the thing that has not changed. We built our chiropractic clinics from a referral system, uh, in all three clinics that we've done. And by far it's the, it's the best way to do it. The least amount of money spent and the healthiest, the healthiest relationship for sure. I have a quick question, Gabe. I know you said you guys don't do a lot of external marketing, but you did mention that, you know, people do, you asked that people do review or, you know, make a social media post then and or here and there. Social media sort of like is today's word of mouth in a way. And I'm just curious, have you seen the role of social media sort of change um, in your practice over the last nine years? Or is it just sort of like a a sort of a natural evolution of word of mouth or is there anything that you guys do to kind of um to help drive people's interaction with your guys brand online or how do you incentivize people to, to to do a review or does that really just come out of like as a result of awesome customer experience yeah that's a good point i mean i think that social media is a it's a referral engine mm -hmm. and uh obviously your your reach can be you know just huge if people are blasting any sort of good review or recommendation, uh, you know, within their feed and, and then they, they, it's exposed to everybody that's friends with them. Uh, you know, in, in the beginning Alex, we did a lot of, uh, incentivizing by, um, you know, rewarding patients with, with 
something or really, I, again, just, you know, hey, if you had a really good experience, uh, would you mind taking five minutes? And we would, we would present this to them so it wasn't a two-step process. It was really a one-step process right in front of them. Uh, would you mind going ahead and, and writing a testimonial or even bringing them an iPad? Would you mind just writing a few things, um, you know, or a, a quick review? And we would have, you know, the whatever social media tool we're using, we'd have it, you know, right there in front of them. So we didn't have to rely on them going home and remembering to do it. Uh, that was, and that's super effective. Again, I, I think that once you, once you build that relationship, once people, people see that you, you, you know, you're, you're genuine, you're coming from a, a good place and then you also have helped them in some way. It's very rare that someone's going to, you know, say no to that. Uh, and the other thing I'll just touch on too, I mean, I think just let's look at Facebook, for example, there's, there's so many groups and communities within Facebook. Uh, I've noticed from our social marketing in, in, in you're right, Alex. We, we we do external marketing, but I, I guess when I always think about external marketing, I think about you know throwing big bucks at you know ads at um, you know whatever it used to be newspaper articles or whatever. I got you. Um, More like traditional. And, and now, media. really, you could it's traditional, yeah. And now, really, yeah, you can tap into some of these communities and groups within Facebook, and you know, I know that from the chiropractic standpoint, uh, there are like um, there's a moms group in, in basically every city. Uh, I've noticed a huge influx of patients coming from there just based on uh, a few patients, a few moms just making, you know, really, really nice reviews within that group. So uh, there's all these subcategories, of course. You know, I, I think that my interactions with patients when I – and I always tell them this too, you know, listen, I, I run a clinic that's 95% referral-based. The reason why I do that is because I believe if we get you good results, you're going to feel comfortable and trust us enough to send in family and friends. So right from the get-go, the very first visit, I'm already kind of leading them in that direction. Um, and so if that's kind of in the back of their minds, throughout their care plan, it becomes much more apparent in the front of their mind. And we remind them about that. And um, I, I think from there, it's just it's a natural sort of domino effect where um, – you know, it, it, there's, there's, there's no, there's no hard sales, no force. I've never had, I've never really had to do that. Again, it's just, it's give them a product, uh, show them that what you are providing works for them. And if it can work for them, it can certainly work for somebody else within their family or within their circle. I, I think that makes so much sense though, to remove that barrier of having people leave that review for you guys by kind of just doing it on the spot. I know I, I myself am guilty of uh, you know, someone's like, Hey, if you had a good experience, like leave us review, like, Oh yeah, no problem. You get home. Like you completely forget about it. Um, and just doing that right there, like don't leave for later what you could just do right now. Oh yeah, totally. I I love that idea. And uh, obviously with, with the technology setup, I mean, you could even do, you know, we started doing, um, while they're in the waiting room, we'll Mm -hmm. actually send them a, a, a text message and they just fill out a quick survey and that just goes right into a, you know, a review platform. So, I mean, yeah, we, we have a lot of tools at our hand and I, I'll be honest, I don't, I don't take advantage of all the ones that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I, you know, I guess I'm not, I'm also, you know, my business is kind of where I wanted to be. If I was starving for, for new patients, new customers, I mean, I would, I'd be hitting this in, you know, five to seven different ways and just increasing the touches, the way that you, um, you know, interact with, patients with customers or with communities. Yeah, totally. And, you know, you mentioned sending them a text message while they're in the waiting room. So I did want to ask you, how has 
like communication evolved with your patients? So are people desiring more now to get text messages from you? Are they like still liking email, um, Facebook Messenger? Um, how has that evolved and how does that look these days? Yeah, I mean, that's changed. You know, it's a total different world when it comes to communication. Uh, in the past, it was always emails and phone calls. Uh, I've noticed that phone calls really kind of are, are a dead end method in our world. You know, let's let's say a patient misses appointment, cancels appointment. Uh, you call, you leave a message, and you know people are busy. They're it, it's tougher for them to respond that way. Uh, text messages, because everybody is glued to their phone, uh, it's so much easier for them to respond, whether it's a good response or a bad. Any response, I think, is very valuable. And so, you know, we found in our in our practices that uh, that texting is, is by far the, the most effective way to get a response. Uh, after that, you know, I, I still really enjoy, you know, you know, talking to somebody whether it's face to face, whether it's you know virtual, or um, yeah, I mean, I guess there's a couple of ways, but you know, emails never been never been my way to go. I mean, I, I think that there's still value in that, but I want to directly hear because you know there's the, the the emotion, the human aspect of this is a, is something that I think is lost lost value, and there's there's different ways uh, responses are different based on. Uh, whether you're receiving it via text or if you hear that response in person, uh, you know, obviously you can read emotion much better that way. So it t- takes out some of the assumption and some of the, I guess, the guessing game when it comes to that. So I, I always prefer face to face or, you know, an actual uh, uh, conversation on the phone. Yeah. So shifting from marketing to consumers and relationship marketing with consumers to now moving into marketing to other chiropractors. What, how does that differ? How does that look different? Are some of the same tactics that you use for consumer um, touching base with them and touch points the same or, or different? How have you found that moving into now your role as an entrepreneur with Mahalo Wellness? So, this is important and this probably runs true through most businesses. You know, chiropractors are really a, a tight knit group. So, you know, your reputation is, is everything and making sure that you're displaying your message correctly is, you know, vital where, whereas in the past I would just, you know, make a post without thinking about it. Um, and now I think there has to be, you know, a strategy behind it. It still has to be authentic from the heart. It's like not, I don't want to overthink things, but I also know that word of mouth, uh, it, it, it go, it runs rapid in the, in the, in the Cairo, you know, the Cairo community. So, you know, obviously, you know, one, one bad review goes a long way. And so the, the way that we communicate with our, with our chiropractors, we really try to, to get them you know, face to face with me. And, and most of the time that is through something like Skype or through, um, you know, Zoom, just so, you know, I, I like that's where I feel the most comfortable is if I can see a patient or I see a potential um, customer chiropractor right in front of me, uh, it just, it makes it very, I think the environment is just, it's easier, right? On the phone, there's, there's just distractions. I mean, you could be on the phone and doing 10 different things. If you're being looked at, right, if you're looking at somebody, they see what you're doing, so they, they appreciate that you know your attention is undivided on them, and 
um, definitely that that's the the approach that we use. And, and of course, we're doing this across all social media platforms: uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, YouTube, and you know, based on the the people we're going trying to target, we'll use different different social media platforms, different sort of ad campaigns, and that thing. Well, this is, um, I mean, Gabe and his chiropractic business has um, definitely been extremely authentic to himself. And honestly, that's been why he's able to deliver, one of the reasons why he's able to deliver such a great customer experience through his patients, right? He has a um, great um, level of responsibility that he takes on in that area. And with Mahalo Wellness, he's done it the same thing, but just with a different group. So he is the leader um, when it comes to chiropractors, you know, spreading uh, CBD through, you know, their communities and really the ambassadors. So he's not doing anything. He's not, we're not saying uh, any of these chiropractors to do anything that he's not doing and testing himself. So, um, you know, in both fronts, there's a great deal of responsibility. And the way you communicate that is, a, again, a variety of different methods like we've talked about based on what somebody wants to receive. But at the same time, like we're not bringing on a uh, chiropractor to be a, a mahalo doc until Gabe's face-to-face digitally, but face-to-face for a good amount of time and gets that relationship there and that understanding that this is a this is a team game to really do this well. Right. And so most of those doctors that are coming to you are that you're connecting with, how are they originally hearing about you? Like, and the yeah. mahalo wellness products, basically. <laughs> Yes, yeah, sir. There, I mean, there's a couple ways. Of course, we're going to generate some some emails. Uh, we're going to we're going to try to get people through uh, just to just to see our our brand through social media. Um, again, I, I think the, the referral part of it is another aspect that becomes very easy once you once you start having conversations. And you know, I, I think that you know, like like Isaac just mentioned, by kind of me being the 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 spokesperson or the, the example. I mean, I, I started the Mahalo wellness and CBD in my clinic first and I, I made sure it worked. And, and so, you know, I come from a place of, you know, experience and data collected that, that we can duplicate in any chiropractic clinic basically in the world. Uh, and so, you know, to, to connect with more chiropractors, I mean, my job is to be in front of them. So, you know, showing up where chiropractors are, you know, making sure that, if there's a mega conference somewhere, then you know I'm going to be there, and I'm going to have you know interactions face to face with these chiropractors. So, you know they can they can they can meet me. They can see the founder of Mahalo Wellness, and uh, yeah, then it just becomes a conversation. You know where if someone's reaching out blindly, or if we get like a, a, a lead from somewhere that uh, someone someone I've never met, it's definitely just a little bit different, right? It, it feels more of a sales call or a sales uh, whatever the, the platform we're using. Whereas, uh, when, when we're in front of people, I think that it just becomes very natural and very easy to, you know, share your story with them. And usually that that's all they really need. And I'd have to imagine with the CBD product itself, once you've gotten in front of the chiropractor, I would have to, like, I would have to imagine all the hard work happens up front, getting in front of those people, because once you have CBD in people's hands and they've actually tried it, tested it, as you guys have seen, there's a ton of success with it. So would that be correct in saying that the the difficulty just comes in kind of like the first half of, of getting in front of that person? And once you've done that, it's kind of the product sells itself. 
Yeah, I mean, when you had the best CBD product on the market, uh, it will sell itself. But yes, it has to somehow first get into that clinic. And I, I think that Mahalo separates itself from just about every other CBD company because we train our doctors on how to use it and how to dose it, how to sell it. Whereas, you know, chiropractors have been in this, you know, supplement world for a long time with little to no direction. And, you know, I, 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 I felt this firsthand where I'd, I'd get a quality product, but without the knowledge behind it, without understanding really how to get the most out of it, it would sit on the shelves and become kind of a lost commodity in the, in the clinic. And Mahalo, what we've done is, I mean, it, it literally is, it's a, it's a, it's a three session face to face sort of orientation into the CBD world and how to make it successful in your clinic. And that's truly enjoyable for me because the doctors that go through that program after they're done with that, that third call with me, uh, it really is automatic. And I teach them what's worked in our, not just in my clinic, but in the clinics throughout the country with other doctors sharing their feedback. And, uh, we found a huge success rate. If we can just get them through those three initial trainings that, uh, they order more, they have better results and they just become part of what we call the Mahalo doc family. And, uh, you know, that, that's just, a, it's a, it's a really beautiful thing to, to watch what's happening because it's, it's like an extended family that, uh, it's constant positive feedback and, and hearing docs, how we've helped them, you know, make more money in their clinic, which obviously is incredibly critical in a small business, then also how to give back to their community and their patients and, and improve their quality of life. I mean, it's it's been easier than I thought once you get the product in the door, and that's that's for sure, and that's just a testament to how how you know pure and the the high quality product that we do use. Right. Yeah. So I think you know what you're saying is so true. So whether you're a consumer coming in for chiropractic care or you're a doctor seeking out a CBD product to offer to your clinic, having that authentic voice, that building up that relationship is so important on all fronts. Um, and then I think it, you know, it just also transfers over. You kind of just have that social proof of, you know, being online or whether you're gathering the reviews and they're being posted online. So it's, you know, not only, you know, is the doctor or the consumer coming and seeing you or you're seeing them and listening to them and hearing them and addressing their concerns. They're also leaving and going and looking online and seeing awesome reviews as well. And they're like, okay, well, this is for the real deal. <laughs> yeah, so, and yeah. I think that, you know, the, 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 you know, I, I consider myself the expert in CBD. And, you know, if I was on the golf course, golfing with a horrible golfer and he was trying to give me advice, I would nod my head and laugh. Whereas, <laughs> you know, I've spent, I've dedicated the last two years becoming just knowing everything inside and out of CBD. And so I think there's a lot of value in, in, in exposing that to chiropractors and they need, they need that sort of guidance. So that's also a huge part is, is finding that expert, you know, what in this conversation, it's CBD, but, but whatever field it is, is finding that expert to learn from, uh, people that have, you know, gone through it, they've done it and they've found a system that, that works. Well, Dr. Gabe, in both of your businesses, it's been very clear that you, um, obviously the authenticity we talked about, but you also start with a specific intent. You start with the end in mind. You understand um, in your chiropractic business, 
this person, we want to make them healthy and you're going to be so healthy. You're going to tell your friends and you say that right off the get go. Right. And you've done that for a while. and It's been awesome with Mahalo, um, wellness and talking to the docs. Like, I mean, we want our Mahalo docs to be the people that their community thinks of when they're interested in CBD. Oh, I should talk to, you know, chiropractor such and such there because I'm interested in CBD. I think it can do some um, great things for me, but I'd like some guidance on how I should do it and, you know, you know, just the, the right application and all that kind of stuff. So at the end of, uh, to me, marketing and communication and, you know, creating that number one salesperson, which is a happy repeating customer is your number one salesperson, uh, creating those people uh, get and those strategies gets easier when you have a um, clear end result that you're looking for. And so, yeah, I mean, and then it's very easy for the business to really, you know, walk through a customer experience um, uh, methodology and process as opposed to just being a pure transaction. And in either one, either of your businesses, it doesn't feel like a transaction. It's really like, okay, here's what we're doing now. And you get on there like, I'm going to help you sell um, your first couple cases and we're going to get rolling and all the frequently asked questions. You're going to get through those and I'm going to work with you as long as you need me to. And then, you know, once they get to that point, um, they're off to the races, right? So at, at, at each juncture, you're working with the end in mind. You, you under, you have specific intent on where you want to go, where you want to take these people. And then it gets clear the steps and the things you need to do to reverse engineer that success. And you know, Isaac, just Absolutely. to follow up on that, uh, that intent and just building that authority, I just can't help but think how that also kind of aligns with what Google wants you to do online. Yeah. They want searchers you to be found with that search intent and they want you to have that authority voice when they when a person who is searching with intent finds you online so that's just an interesting and great kind of parallel to digital marketing absolutely gabe i have one more question for you and it's you know in the marketing world a lot we talk about like statistics and data and what's working and what's not and I guess what I'm going to ask is not as quantifiable, but I'm curious, like Sarah and Isaac were just talking about kind of like authority and how much do you attribute any of your success to kind of the authenticity of the belief in what you do? Because, you know, like Isaac just mentioned, when you meet with somebody for the first time, you say, you know, we're going to get you so much better or like get you so healthy that you're going to want to tell your friends about it. But, and that, that's something that you actually believe, you know, you walk into some businesses sometimes where, you know, the people are there to just do their job or, you know, they're selling something because their job is to sell it to you, not because they actually necessarily believe that it's going to work for you or they truly believe it's going to make you better. Do you feel like the authenticity in your belief helps you do what you do? Uh, I won't. 100%. I mean, it's, it's the most powerful, it's the most powerful tool in the world to stand behind what you're selling, to believe in it 100% and then to also live it. I mean, right. you know, every, everything has to be congruent with what I'm preaching to my patients. Otherwise it's going to be, they're going to, I'm, it's going to be, you know, it's going to, they're going to see through it eventually. Right. And so I just, I remember, you know, in the beginning of my, my career in chiropractic, there was always this delicate relationship where I was trying to become friends more so than being the authority behind mm. my chiropractic clinic. 
Now, part of that is experience. So if, when you're first starting out, like, you know, you're, you're not sure. You believe in it, yes, but once you get your, you know, your hands on enough people and, and once you get CBD in enough clinics, then all of a sudden it's like, all right, this stuff is amazing and this stuff works and I'm going to implement it into my own life. I'm going to follow the same exact protocols that, um, that I'm, I'm giving to fellow patients, fellow chiropractors. And people really respect when they can, when they can see that. And I think that it's, it's pretty damn obvious when you've got somebody in front of you who is living the life that they're, that they're presenting to you. And so genuine authenticity is basically my formula for success in, in really any avenue, but it definitely shows up in the chiropractic practice and it shows up in Mahalo Wellness and CBD. Love that. Well, this has been such a fun conversation, Dr. Gabe. You're always so super fun to catch up with and also to follow on social media and digitally. So speaking of that, where can we find you online? Yeah, uh, Dr. Gabe. Uh, that's that's my handle pretty much everywhere. I'm on Facebook, uh, Instagram, good place to follow uh, Dr. Gabe as well. Uh, and thank you, Sarah. I try to be super fun. And so, you know, that, that's like, that's just, I'm just, I'm just lighthearted, but, uh, you know, you can follow us there. Obviously mahalowellness.com is our website. Check out our products. And then, um, I encourage anybody that uh, is in the, in the CBD market, whether you're a chiropractor or a consumer is to, you know, feel free to directly reach out to me and, and, uh, let me kind of help guide you to, uh, the place you need to be through product, through dosing. And uh, that's that's my passion. That's what I like to do. So yeah, don't be a stranger. Get a hold of me, and uh, I'd be happy to help. Excellent, excellent. We will link all of those social media handles and websites in our show notes. So be sure to check that out when that is published um, here soon. So thanks, Dr. Gabe, and yeah, have a great day. Mahalo. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on, and mahalo. <laughs> We want to know what are your thoughts on either conversational marketing or search intent or just building relationships and becoming an authority in the marketplace. Connect with us at 21 Handshake on social media and let us know. Did you like this episode? Hint, of course you did. Yes. Then please like, subscribe, leave a review and share it with a friend. It really does help get the word out about our show. Until next time.